0: i <laughs> Episode five of VG Empire. yeah Brett Elston, who did not inter- who did not introduce himself at all the last <laughs> episode, and uh, with me are two guests. I'm Chris Antista. I'm Tyler Wilde, and you are here to celebrate a series that you guys don't know anything about. That's not hey. true. It's
1: not that I don't know every- anything about it. You played Super Metroid. I played Tyler. a lot of Super Metroid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. It's okay. just that, like, I know your love for Metroid goes super deep. We are and, we are super tight. And my and me, and
0: me and Metroid like this.
1: I finished Metroid One and Super and played two and Prime and that's about it for right. me i
0: played prime but nothing after that right that's not a terrible place to have left off mm-hmm. um but yeah this is this whole year is actually the 25th anniversary of uh, metroid yes. and nintendo hasn't done much to acknowledge that which they kind of, usually do
1: wait this year yeah i was gonna say they usually do it later in the year when tied to a release but they
0: don't have one yeah this year last year was other m which was you know, just missed the twenty twenty fifth 25th anniversary i reviewed it at had good parts. <laughs> uh, but no, this whole episode, I just wanted to devote one episode that's just kind of collecting sure. all of Metroid's awesomeness. And bringing us in was uh, Kinji Yamamoto, who you'll mm-hmm. hear from later. He did Super Metroid as well, uh, did the soundtrack to Metroid Prime. And that intro, that's like the title screen, menu select, like when you're selecting your save file. Yes. And that com- coming into that, that launch day of that was eight years with no Metroid games. Yeah. there had been almost a decade with nothing. Super Metroid was the last one. And even though it was so revered and beloved, mm-hmm. nothing. Because that series didn't take off in Japan the way it did in the U.S. And it was a hard struggle to get. No, it, Let's make another Metroid. Why? <laughs> um, it, but it, that, seeing that menu screen come up and it has like the background is like parasites see, and DNA floating around. It's not that Metroid's
1: news. fault, but that's like my least favorite cliche. The menu screen that's like cellular mitosis. Right, <laughs>
0: Because this is back in like two thousand two, and in a video game, it was still pretty cool to see. Like movies had done it
1: a lot. Just tell the Resident Evil people to stop
0: it. But that—that's irrelevant too. I know it is. I know
1: it is. But there's there's like a virus in every game now. You don't need to see the the process at the menu screen on a cellular level.
0: uh, Four doesn't do that.
1: I don't remember. So I'm going to take your word for it.
0: (laughs) Neither does three. By the way. All right. And five sort of. Yes. Five sort of does, Uh, but yeah. That when that title screen came on, beautiful. It was not just cool. It has that Doctor Who theremin. (laughs) With a little bit of Terminator in the back. Yeah, with the (laughs) yeah. It's just so much going on in one intro. It just, I'm like, I'm already floored. I haven't Mm -hmm. even. It was literally like Millhouse turning on Bloodstorm. What? And like, I haven't even. Like, how is it? I've only put in my name, Thrillhouse. He hasn't even started (laughs) playing it yet, and I'm all. I'm at the title screen. I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) Uh, so that was yeah that song blew me away and the whole presentation was like oh my god the series oh my god it's Mm -hmm. growing up they're gonna do so much cool stuff because one thing you'll see when we begin with the next set of songs which is from the nes um
1: it's where my love goes strong
0: yeah which uh was uh by hip tanaka who's kind of a ongoing nintendo composer has Mm -hmm. a lot of history behind him i'll go into that a little bit later but uh this the prime song we just came in kind of acts as a, just bolst reaffirms the fact that Metroid was always trying to go for an aliens vibe. Like Mm -hmm. Metroid straight up riffed off the idea of alien, Mm -hmm. aliens, James Cameron, uh, Ridley Scott thing, creepy parasite monsters in space and always wanted you to feel that loner, claustrophobic feel and kind of play up the creepiness of it. And it over these next several games, you can feel that keep like working its way into the music. By the time you Mm -hmm. get to Super and especially Prime, it really, you go like, no, this is full on, weirdo like strangely mature nintendo game that no other every other song like even zelda music is generally kind of happy and yeah. only a boss song really gets kind of ominous whereas in yes.
1: and a lot only on lava dungeons
0: yes oh. and like then metroid is just always trying to keep pushing that atmosphere angle yet always walks that perfect line of never getting into where a lot of game music is today where it's just atmosphere yeah and setting a mood mm-hmm. instead it's like no there's a lot of that but there's also a lot of like Themes that you will remember. So, going in now are a few songs from the original Metroid. Ooh. I'm uh, me gonna grab my laptop. All here, right. One of the six. And Metroid, uh, yeah. Hirokazu Hip Tanaka mm. did the soundtrack for this one. Um, yeah. It, it. The title screen is what I want to start with, uh, which has that, like, beating, uh, bah, ding, bah, like a very creepy space mm-hmm. opera thing. And then that goes into uh, just other stuff from, like, Star, Norfair. Nor- Norfair especially uh, has just kind of this creepiness to it. So we'll do the title screen to Metroid. Kraid's Hideout, which is what I did back on Game Music of the Day at Radar, mm-hmm. at Games Radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song creeped me the hell out as a first grader. I remember walking around in this area, and it's the first time the area really looks different. Mm-hmm. It's white instead of blue mm-hmm. or gold, To some areas where It's just this bright white. All the enemies are different. The music changed for the first time. It's just really creepy. And when you're like eight, it's, why, why is happening? happening? Why, why is everything different? Uh, and then after that, Norfair and then Brinstar, which is kind of the when you touch down in Metroid, that's the music that's playing when you're running Eyes around. Eyes the
1: hawk, ears the wolf, speed of the puma. Of... That's Brave Star. I'm Brave sorry. Star, yes. Oh god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, so yeah, Thank we'll you. be back after that.
1: I do like coming in with Star. No, that's
0: yeah, that's kind of the music everyone. When you, well, what's Metroid music? This. Uh, Got it. Yes, that's Metroid.
1: But I, I, I will say, okay, I am a big video game music fan. Not on your level, but um, impossible. I, not on your level, but but I am. You, you know, I like I like game music. Yeah, yeah. I like Metroid's music, but I don't find it all that listenable in conjunction mm. with other more upbeat things.
0: Yeah, there's, there's definitely, as you get further on, it gets less and less like Mega Man, where I want to listen to it yeah. all the time, and more like, this really fits the game.
1: However, but, I'm very surprised, like Metroid Metal, how they've managed oh, yeah. to, how that genre managed to adapt these atmospheric yeah. thematic scores into yeah. something, no. I don't know, worth listening to. Yeah,
0: the Metroid Metal, the first time, like I was listening to them in college, and we've seen them at PAX a couple times now, mm-hmm. so if they're ever near we you... An interview those...
1: with them, didn't we? Long ago,
0: possibly. No? Yeah, maybe. Skype. I can't remember. Oh, no, maybe we did. I think we did. I, I mean, I've met the, the dude a couple of times, and he's super cool. And that band is really good. And they, they like my favorite thing they did was they took the item music, which mm-hmm. is in Metroid. Uh, <laughs> you always get um, yeah, somebody's ringing the doorbell. Uh, uh, you ring back. A, You ring the doorbell, and then you go inside the item room. The receptionist will get the. And that. you uh-huh. get the. But there's a, It's just this very. There's only like one note, and. They managed to turn this very simple song. I'm like, where are they going to take this song? Mm-hmm. It's just beep
2: boop
0: mm-hmm.
2: boop
0: boop. Mm-hmm. That's it. And like they turned it into a 3 minute just cranking rock song. Um, but yes. Those songs were from the original NES Metroid. And again, I still think that title screen just has that just such a movie quality yep. to it and then the Kraid's theme, which just always creeped me out, and then the Brinstar as well. Norfair was in there, which is the fire area where you fight Ridley. The, op- the,
1: opening, the opening song, it just perfectly conveys yes.
0: floating alone in space. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is jumping ahead a bit, but in 2004, Nintendo released a Metroid Zero Mission, which was a ah. complete remake of Metroid 1, and mm-hmm. it completely erases the need to play the original Metroid forever. Uh, And I say that as someone who played the original Metroid a hundred times. And Zero Mission just completely just streamlines it, makes it pretty, makes it look and feel more like Super Metroid, gets Mm -hmm. a map, better graphics. And as you're about to hear, uh, remixes the music a bit so that those songs that were already hinting at like scariness and Mm -hmm. uneasiness, uh, now they really do sound like that. The Norfair music and Kraid's theme, again, Kraid's Mm -hmm. hideout, it's just even more creepy. Mm -hmm. And playing it that way on a handheld just made it like this is what they envisioned when they first wrote the song to have this come out so it's just that thing awesome. of like uh, if George Lucas managed to make good remastered versions of his movies
1: hey what about how the duck
0: what, are they gonna remaster? Sorry sorry I'm
1: still thinking laser time we got this is just about VGM it's just no no references necessary
0: but yeah we'll do the zero mission stuff and then uh, I will be right back Yes, I uh, always enjoyed uh, the remastered versions of that for this Zero Machine. I man. think like just that so rarely happens where you get to take an NES era song and then mm-hmm. update it because most of that stuff like if you took like an old Castlevania song or an old Mega Man song or an old Mario or Zelda song it's like if you mm-hmm. updated it it loses something cuz yeah. it's like well part of the charm was that it was an 8-bit song whereas yeah. Metroid every time you update the old version it's getting truer to what was in, what was intended to do. I see. Which was instill a sense of that claustrophobic creepiness. But
1: I love the Zero Mission. There's still, still something... They maintain a lo-fi quality yeah. in order to create... To maintain the same atmosphere.
0: Yeah. And that and the GBA rips are always bad. Yeah. There's always going to be... Yeah. That, there's going to be a degree of like... That doesn't but sound But there's layers there, man. Yeah, it's yeah. It still... pops and cracks in my No!
1: It's like listening to a record. It's a vinyl version I'm of... Playing a game on a record.
0: Speaking of crappy sound output, the Game Boy... <laughs> Uh, which is the basis of all Chip Tunes now uh, has a surprisingly strong set of music. The entire mm. Game Boy library in general, but yeah. uh, Metroid Two, which I wanted to jump into now. Uh, so after Metroid One, the bit is Samus went to Planet Zebus or Zebes, mm. however you want to pronounce it. Go Zebus.
1: I'm not going to argue with Zeb- either one. Zebus. Um, Zeus. How about Zeus, that? Zeus.
0: Planet Zeus. Um, and that really threw me off. Sorry, buddy. So planet. Just- planet. Jupiter, Zeus, I'm sorry. Jeebus. I'm sorry. Uh, so he went to planet Jeebus, Samus did, mm-hmm. and uh, now the mission is, okay, we found the Metroid homeworld planet SR388, mm-hmm. and we got to blow it up, <laughs> and we got to kill all the Metroids. <sighs> and what is such an important game to the to the franchise, to the canon, and it's still only on black and white Game Boy. There yeah. is no remake. There's a fan version that's being remade, yeah. but Nintendo has still not gone in and like, no, 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 there was a Game Boy Color version planned. And it never solidified. Yeah. Like like Link's Awakening DX. Yeah, but They're, it
1: seems like now is the perfect time on their their yeah. silly three DS virtual console yeah. stuff that seems to have stalled. Like finish hire three people, finish <laughs> the stupid game.
0: Yeah. Make it color and like yeah. give it a map, give it the zero mission treatment. Yeah. Like that game is really cool. Talk to OC
1: Remix, they've got some music for yeah, you. you that plenty, they'd love for you to no use No
0: shortage of music. And what well, as we're about to find out, the music is a we is in a weird place because it goes even further into the atmosphere. And mm. it's a strange, strangely atmospheric soundtrack, but I will get that in a second. Uh, but the main song that I always loved, and I've played most of this game, as creepy as it's going to sound, in the back of a van. Yeah. <laughs> with no light and no map, because that's how games were. And it was on a road trip to it's Iowa. Amazing. Yeah. On a road trip to Dumont, Iowa, going to watch them airplanes fly. So that's how I played that game. And... Naturally, the music, most of it didn't stick in my head because all I heard was a droning sound of a van driving. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's main music called the Surface of the Planet, Planet Surface. um, I love it to death. and I think I did a game music of the day with this in it at one Mm. point. Uh, Really good. It's just really melodic. And when you land, you're like, oh, so this is a new planet. This doesn't seem very dangerous Mm because it's actually kind of peppy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll play that, and then I'll come back and tell you what the rest of Metroid 2 has going on. Mm -hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of the only song that really stands out for Metroid mm-hmm. Two, uh, except for the ending, which spoiler alert is at the end of this podcast. What the Metroid Two ending, which I think you're familiar with. Yes. Like, I remember playing it. I think maybe on Talk Radar or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really we played beautiful. that and a remix. Yeah, yes. it's so good.
1: I think you chose it for your going out. The song to take us out on your birthday first oh, birthday that episode. Sounds, that
0: sounds. Not Whatever anything. you want, Elston. Like I want the end of Metroid 2. I remember picking the end of Castlevania 4, and mm-hmm. it was really bothersome because the song doesn't really It end. doesn't
1: end or begin. It's just a <laughs> loop of a couple different things.
0: Uh, but So, yeah, Metroid 2, which, again, a very important game in the series because it, it's about going to the main planet and exterminating the Metroids. Mm-hmm. So you're on this planet, that you know is infet- infested with this very hostile organism, and, and the Galactic Federation only sends one person.
1: I hate it. I hate it when they do that in Serenity.
0: Yes, basically. They're going to stop the Reavers, <laughs> just send Malcolm Reynolds. Like, why don't you send the everyone? No.
1: So I hope someday they come together and unite and... Think of a less scary name for the Galactic Empire, like just something yeah. that, that softens it a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, we don't control everything, man.
0: <laughs> well, in Star no. Trek, it's the United Federation of Planets. Doesn't that sound great? That's
1: a little less. That sounds United, great. not like the Galactic Alliance the or Alliance, or. It, when you throw the word "federation" oh, in there, yeah. I think I get I get a it's, little weird. It's tough. Sorry, it's Metroid. Metroid, everyone. Metroid. Metroid,
0: which has you know, so yeah, there is always even Metroid One Two. You, there's a sense that there's a universe here mm-hmm. but you never see it because you're always alone you're yeah. always by yourself and you're always on some crazy suicide mission mm-hmm. um, but this one you're you're exploring this Uncharted planet mm-hmm. I guess they had been there To find the Metroids But in general Not much is known mm-hmm. Nor is it known That when you get there Oh my god The Metroids are mutating Okay. Oh and at point It turns out that The form that we know Is only kind of a larval stage mm-hmm. And they keep growing And they keep getting bigger And you get alpha, beta And gamma Metroids And omega Metroids Oh goodness. So eventually you find The queen Metroids Eventually yeah. Uh, Let's go with Gamma, pi, delta <laughs>
1: I will pledge that one
0: uh, Bro-troid I'll pledge that <laughs> But this is the general music everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You get. Oh. Okay, so that. And here is literally <laughs> the music of the rest. Like.
1: Uh, that'll be 950, sir.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, for minutes. Oh, wait, here's the next area. <laughs> and now. Anytime.
1: <laughs> get him off me!
0: This is the music. Get him off! Ah! Oh, wait, I found a new area. <laughs> What's down here? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man, I wish we could. <laughs> I, I,
0: I can't shake my head. So I would, and finally, another area. Hello? Ooh, here we go. Oh,
1: the accountant bot is really going <laughs> at it.
0: Just need to add some Skrillex to this and just. Um. <laughs> Wait for the drop. There it is. <laughs> Please, someone dubstep this.
1: Please, Metroid needs dubstep now. I'm kind of buy that URL. This isn't, even,
0: this isn't even registering on the timeline as music. It's just a flat <laughs> line. I hope this is picking up. Uh, how's, that, how's that sound for you? I guess this is technically music now. Yes. All right. So that's enough of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's most of the music in the game. So, mm-hmm. like. Ah! just just nothing like come on there we go so that's the music um except for the ending but but i feel that that does get to uh it helps solidify that fact that creepy planet there's Mm -hmm. no music playing underneath like with original metroid where brin star running around or even stuff like there's just no music at all Mm -hmm. and that helps reinforce that sense of like you're not even on somewhere where people know you're there it's like i landed on this weird planet once I go underneath the surface, yes. which is where the happy music is, yeah. <laughs> everything below that, creepy and weird. Ultimate isolation. Literally, here be dragons. Mm. There's no no explanation for what's going on down here. Then, at the end of that game, pivotal moment, you kill Queen Metroid, the one last egg hatches, baby Metroid comes out, thinks mm-hmm. Samus is its mother, won't, she can't, like, I can't kill the last Metroid, mm. because it will be in captivity soon. Huh? Super Metroid?
1: I was thinking Alien Resurrection. I'm All sorry, right. I...
0: I, I'm sorry for you. I was trying to queue up very poorly.
1: What's that? I can continue talking about Metroid until you queue it up. The I'll... last
0: Metroid <gasps> is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. So that takes wow. Super Metroid. Wow. So, um, but yeah, that leads directly into Super Metroid, mm-hmm. which begins with, oh, we've got this last Metroid, and we're going to test it. Is
1: that like the only time the timeline was se- sequential? No, they're actually the 1,
0: 2, and 3... 1, 2, and Super are all in a row. Okay. And then after that... It gets weird because yes. Prime Trilogy takes place, like, all the Prime stuff is in mm-hmm. between, I think... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> uh, I think it's between 1 and 2. And then... And then 2 happens, then Other Super. M is some, Other after M is, Super? Other M is right after Super, but before Fusion, and Fusion is after all of them. Okay. Fusion is still the most recent. So
1: it's the newer games, the, the disc-based games that have confused me. Yes. It's
0: their fault. Yes, until this, oh, it was all chronologically in order. Oh, wow. Um, that's a strange... Does,
1: does Samus die at the end of Fusion? What no. The, why? She has
0: been... Uh, we'll get to Fusion. I wish I would have played Fusion. It's really know. good. It's coming to 3DS. Is uh, it really? If you're an ambassador, mm. it's, one yes you am. <laughs> it's one of the games you get to pick for free.
1: Unfortunately.
0: It's one of the games you'll get for free, man. Yay,
1: that battery life is just getting
0: worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three
1: hours now? Like it's, it's, it's about It's like three. my first laptop. It's That's what I'm... I'm playing Mario terrible. 3D
0: Land now, and it's like... I finished a world. Time to time, charge. Time to charge. I'll be back in seven hours, um, but yeah, we'll get the only what other do we song. The only song that really that's worth playing for Metroid Two, other than that, that's even music. Mm-hmm. Really, is the, the ending, ending, which we'll get to later. Um, what what do we got now? That's gonna take us into uh, Super Metroid, I ah, just alluded yes. to. So, uh, which, which this is Kinji Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also by the way, so I don't forget. Uh, Metroid Two is Ryoji Yoshi. T- Ryoji Yoshitomi. Lots of E's. There you go. Um, So good atmospheric stuff. Kind of continue that idea of weird creepiness. But then Super Metroid, which is Kenji Yamamoto, who Mm -hmm. would do do Prime as well. Mm -hmm. He really like... uh, Just... (laughs) Sorry. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Just really nailed the... Walked the perfect line between Mm -hmm. melodic stuff you'll remember and catchy music that you'll have in your head and then creepy, pure atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Like managed to walk this line very carefully. Um, So after... Knowing that, Mm -hmm. we'll go into um, the title screen, which again is is a reprise of the title screen Mm -hmm. of Metroid 1. Uh But the title screen alone tells you oh, now they know what they're like now they've got the technology Mm -hmm. to make an even creepier thing and Mm -hmm. to really sell this atmosphere even stronger. Like the title screen of Super Metroid has dead bodies in it, and Mm. no one really notices the fact that yes, there's dead scientists from a Metroid that's been let loose and Ridley killed them all. Yeah, like with with this music Uh playing over it, and it's like guess what this is Nintendo's like only se- deadly serious yeah. franchise so that's the title screen then we'll go into uh, the main theme which is just like the theme of super Metroid that's playing over the intro montage of Samus I've saved the day here's mm-hmm. the Metroid oh no Ridley attacked and now I've got to go save the day again mm-hmm. um, and then Brinstar which is the green area mm-hmm. that you run around and once you hear it you'll know it immediately yeah. uh, we'll be right back Chris, you were reacting very strongly. Well, to
1: that. see, I'm changing. I'm going back. The original Metroid music is a little harder to listen to. Now it that is. I listen to Super, it's it's a little it's a little more like an '80s buddy cop movie, for, <laughs> like a rated R one, a really really good one. Really racy. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I, I forgot how cool some of that music was, especially at that time. I can't.
0: I it's don't know. That Brint Star has like a hint of like choruses of like yeah. synthesized human voice going. Yeah. Ah. 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 Which again was not. It's not a known thing at that time. So, again, that Super NES sound chip uh, designed by Ken Kutaragi, father of the PlayStation. Oh, Uh Whoops. <laughs> um, like, just made that system, That the, the soundtrack just so... Decent. Damn decent. <laughs> uh, but just, no, just unassailably better than everything ah. at the time. Like, I yeah. Genesis has its moments and has a sound to it that I love, and I <laughs> love Genesis music. though be episodes about that. In fact, we'll record one pretty soon about Genesis specifically. Nice. I'll probably be doing that one by myself. Hell yeah. (laughs) But um, Super NES just, some of this stuff just blows everything out of the water, Mm. and to this day remains like, no, Super Metroid still has better music than, I'll guess, 90% of the games that came out this year. Mm -hmm. Not just is better compositionally, but just still sounds better, and it's more listenable. Um, Going into more Super Metroid is the Red Soil area, which is an example of... Uh, again creepy what is this room where am I at what is this I don't mm-hmm. I don't recognize it it doesn't look like Brinstar which I am kind of familiar with from other games so I don't know what this is mm-hmm. this like rhythmic pulsing music but then this piano comes out of nowhere and just plays this nice little tune and you would never know you have to like be exploring for minutes mm-hmm. and then this piano part comes in and it just almost sounds like improv just a guy recording it and then you know I'm with a little piano in here <laughs> Uh, so that is always one of my favorite songs from the game then we'll go into Norfair which is where you fight Ridley and that it even as like a 14 year old mm-hmm. the Norfair music because you know you're on your way to fight Ridley who's like the reason all of this stuff is even happening mm-hmm. and he's your main nemesis so and you know he's huge he's going to be a big boss you know something creepy is going to go down and this music of walking up to Norfair which just sounds like this imperial march footsteps mm-hmm. goose stepping thing like all the way like right into the gates of hell kind of music and even as, like, a teenager, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so creeped out. <laughs> and I remember, like, my friend my friend got to him first. And, like, I was getting so uneasy and, like, tense from watching him lead up to it. Because mm-hmm. that music just kept pounding you in the skull that I just left the room. Wow. And then he came in later, and he's like, I, I met Ridley. And, like, even <laughs> he was kind of like, oh, God. So, well, that's Norfair, and then after that is Mm -hmm. Samus Aran's main theme, which, again, is just this music I remember listening to a lot as you explore the area. So, again, Kenji Yamamoto, Super Metroid, we'll be right back. Okay, that, that actually wraps up Super Metroid. Uh, there's a ton of other music in there, mm. but in the, it, I don't want to play the entire soundtrack. I'm just trying to like, give you... That'd be illegal. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to give you a good sampling of stuff to go check out the game itself. It's on Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. Check out the soundtrack. Um, it's all over YouTube, obviously. But uh, the next game, F- Metroid Fusion mm-hmm. in the series, which, again, now we're jumping ahead eight years. After Super Metroid, there were no games on the N64. Samus made a cameo in Smash Brothers. And that was it. Mm. Um, then the next, then in November 2002, on the same day, is mm-hmm. Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion released on the same day. Oh wow! Um, one is the chronological end of the series, or at least the most recent, which was Fusion, and then Prime is like, no, this takes place before a bunch of the games, mm-hmm. so it was really weird. But Prime, which I'll get into in a second, uh, is it?
1: What, did somebody tell me the Metroid games were never like mega sellers for Nintendo? Um, I mean, obviously, it's less than would, Zelda or Mario, yeah, someone, but I think it, they were talking about where, like, it's it's always, well, is this one going to do well at all? We just don't... Just... Uh,
0: the Prime games did, did good. Yeah. Um, but in general, yeah, Metroid's never been, like, their number two or it's, three. Ne, they're never
1: sure when they bring one out. Like, yeah. Yeah, this could be the one that kills the series for yeah. us.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't know, like, if it's always on dead ice mm-hmm. it, to a degree, but, like, there's never been a flop game, as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah. Um, Super Metroid d- despite all the acclaim it got it sold really well but mm-hmm. dep- you know the number of lists it tar- charts it tops at number yeah. 1 you would be like this game surely sold like 8 million copies right it's like no, no. nope uh prime and prime did very well prime 2 did a little less well mm-hmm. and prime 3 kind of somewhere in the middle i think mm-hmm. so they've all made money altogether Alt- <laughs> um and then the trilogy is mm-hmm. just yeah the Wii trilogy is actually really good yeah um yeah then but so the next thing that came out though for us music-wise, is Fusion, which I actually, I beat Fusion, but I only went through it once. Mm-hmm. And it's a really clever, awesome game in the sense that it's now all taking place on one ship. Mm-hmm. And it really keeps going for that very... And now you're being stalked by the X-Parasite, which has like taken your armor and now inhabits it. Mm-hmm. And now Samus is in another suit that's got Metroid DNA infused in it, hence mm-hmm. the Fusion name. Mm-hmm. So she's got part Metroid going on inside of her. Um, so this idea of being stalked by an enemy is very creepy yes um because you're also armed to the teeth but you Mm -hmm. know this one monster you can't stop and it looks like you used to and it's basically stolen your identity and when you see it it has no pupils and it's just like this weird (laughs) evil copy of you the music works very well as Mm -hmm. tense stuff but it doesn't work that great as just music to listen to it's getting much more into the setting of mood thing Mm -hmm. but i did want to play a couple things from it which is the title screen which is again metroid is great with its title screens Mm -hmm. and it's very creepy Um, in this area called Sector 4 which is underwater which is just to kind of show like yeah underwater does a good job makes you feel like you're (laughs) underwater not necessarily something I want to listen to a lot but uh, and then we'll come back and then we'll get into Prime Yes, that's music when you're underwater. Talk everybody. about
1: aquatic ambience. Duh.
0: Well, I was trying to think of a... I was <laughs> did you just to, really say duh? Uh, no, I was trying duh. to think of... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I did. Wow. Duh. I was trying to guess, like, what should I say? Because uh, we will get to David Wise and his wonderful, oh, of course. Wonderful, wonderful Donkey Kong Country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Metroid Prime, again, Kenji Yamamoto, uh, knocked it out of the park as, this, as they brought in the song that brought us in Mm -hmm. um, just nails that like walking that fine line now that he has this disc based technology a lot more technology to work with Mm -hmm. you really get the sense of like I'm going for this like really cool orchestral operatic movie Mm -hmm. kind of thing except it's still going to feel like video game music and Mm -hmm. it just perfect uh, balance of all these different elements Um, I was really good at that yeah, and especially this specific soundtrack is just still one of my favorites and I keep forgetting how good it is not just as music, but then as game music. As game music. As stuff to listen to. It's it's still right before game music just went this whole direction of oh, a movie score. So it's it's manages to still sound like that yet still is I hate
1: it. I hate the synthetic score that's that's it's taken over games for very, the most part. Very I prevalent. I don't
0: care. How well, how well
1: you can replicate Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Please give me something that sounds like a game. speaking of which, go listen to the Jump and Flash episode, people. Yeah, the Jumping. Come flash. on, you're disappointing, Brett. That's great music.
0: I was very sad that did. Like, I know
1: none of you listening have played that game. The
0: fewest people listen to that one. But oh, well, I, I understand compared to the Goldeneye episode before. Of course, like, same
1: thing that happened to Laser Time, my
0: first video game, all uh, video
1: game episode with the SNES music. Everybody hated it. Apparently, <laughs> you know what? I really do blame what Skyrim. 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 Yeah, yeah nobody wants Skyrim, to Skyrim. Skyrim uh, that's there's one thing people want to do with video games and they're doing it. Yeah.
0: Skyrim! I've been collecting every Riddler trophy in Arkham City. Yeah. I've almost got them all.
1: No, it's too late now.
0: Um, but yeah, so we're going to Metroid Prime, Chozo Ruins 2, the Talon Overworld, and mm-hmm. then Fendrania Drifts, which is this great ice cave music uh most of the music in Metroid has, like, um, a area... When you first get to it, it has this mm-hmm. theme. And then when you dig to the second layer of it, the music changes. Mm-hmm. And the second part of... The Fendrania Drifts is, like, the second part of the ice area. Mm-hmm. And it's always been this very Arctic noise kind mm-hmm. of thing. Again, bat, yeah, that kind of stuff. And um, I can feel the chill air from the North Pole. Be
1: careful of my breath.
0: <laughs> but then this starts, and it's just total, like, electro dance music. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, now we're talking. So... Chozo Ruins, Talon Overworld, Andrani Drifts, Metroid Prime—excellent stuff. Be mm-hmm. ba- right back. I love that music. I
1: like to call that one song "Lob Bob." Lob Bob. Lob, blah, 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 oh yes, they have to Lob li- All
0: right, all right. I'll put lyrics in the post. It just. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You
1: know, Metroid reminds me a lot of Shadow Complex, and so does that music. I well, uh, We don't need to talk about that. No, mm-hmm. I, it's
0: it's a formula that I'm surprised more people didn't rip off. And uh, yeah, was- the
1: makers of Shadow Complex were pretty. Pretty upfront about that. Like, I just want Super. Yeah. Why hasn't anybody made another Super Metroid game? That's yeah. Ridiculous. When
0: we, when we interviewed Chair, there was just straight up like, "Yeah, I want to make a Metroid game because mm-hmm. no one else is." And Castlevania was doing it, and then they kind of stopped for a while. And I want more. So yeah. Shadow Complex does a great job of, of aping that style. And I wish more games did it. Um, but that is the show. As far as Metroid, that brings us up to... um, I didn't have any other M music just because I haven't really... I mean, I beat it. Nobody likes it. But I don't remember any of the music... uh, I remember there was good stuff in it, but I haven't got a hold of the soundtrack Mm -hmm. and just listened to it and poured over it, but I mean... As far as like the legacy of Metroid, it's still pretty new, mm-hmm. so I wanted to focus on most of our memories of Metroid, which oh. even Prime is almost ten years old at this point. That's weird. It's nine I don't years like old. That at all. It's like literally nine years old as oh. of like next, as of this recording. Actually, I think maybe to the day almost. Yeah, don't like. Uh, November 02 Um. So yeah, and then Pr- Prime two and three have great music as well, but it's in the same style. It's like mostly atmospheric, then occasionally mm-hmm. you get this nice, uh, this nice beat that's you just go like I want to go back to that area. Just to listen to this music.
1: And What's Taking Us Out? I taking think it's us one out. of Metroid's more famous songs T- along with...
0: Taking Us Out is two different ending songs Ooh. because I couldn't pick one. Wow. they both so good. You failed at your job.
1: Um, Ooh, what? What's happening? My voice? I don't
0: know. It <coughs> means we gotta go. So Taking Us Out is the ending to Metroid 2 and then followed by the ending of Metroid 1, which has this oh. great, it's a simple bass line, but it makes me so happy, mm-hmm. both of these songs. Which is why, after all of the creepy skulking around caverns and mm-hmm. blasting bugs and almost dying and losing your items and mm-hmm. figuring out where to go and not understanding where did this item, what do I do next and where do I go, just this uplifting, soaring music taking you out. And you're like, Yes! <laughs>